Do you ever set goals and feel disappointed because um, they don't come to fruition or you don't feel like you've achieved them? And now it just feels like a little bit of a disappointment to even think about setting goals or even trying something new and different. In this podcast and video today, I wanted to talk through this, talk through the disappointment, because I have been talking to a lot of different people now and they've in a few years into their business, they've tried a few different things and the things that they have tried it hasn't necessarily gone how they thought it would and it's it's kind of disrupted their heart and given them fear for setting new goals. And I know I can relate to this and I've felt it as well. You put so much hard work into something, you think the idea has come from God, you go gun holes with it and then what you had in your head and then what becomes the reality doesn't match and you kind of think, well, why am I bothering with this anyway or... Why should I bother creating new goals or being in the obedience of God if it's not successful? And so we had our Bible study in our community a couple of weeks ago, and this very topic came up, and it was a really good discussion. We were touching on Ephesians 2.20, and that actually talks about how we were separate and how Jesus came. He tore down the walls and Gentiles and Jews can worship God and have access to the heavens um, in a united form and we're all as one through Jesus. And then it goes on to say about um, how Jesus is the cornerstone and how um, we are to live our lives via the spirit. And so I was asking our members, do they run their business as if Jesus or is Jesus the cornerstone from where you run it from? And also, are you working and operating by the spirit in your business? And we had some really, really good conversations. And then later in the evening, I was scrolling through Instagram and I came across a post that was from Jordan. Now, Jordan from Honey and Gold was a speaker at our conference a couple of years ago. And she said she had some beautiful golden nuggets and a little bit about her story. And she shared this quote on social media, and I just thought it was so relevant from everything that we'd been talking about in that previous day and what I'd been talking about with other members and other people before that. And it is when God is calling you to something, he's not always calling you to succeed, he's calling you to obey. For the success of the calling is up to him, the obedience is up to you. And I just thought that's so interesting. I haven't gone and looked at that in scripture. I haven't kind of gone into it and studied it. But it reminded me about the obedience of the journey of business, the obedience of what God has called us to do, not seeing it from a worldly eye. And I sometimes feel like maybe I'm on repeat and I have to remind myself too that I'm not viewing this from a worldly point of view but I'm viewing this from a kingdom point of view. Am I being obedient to God and obedient to the idea that he's planted, even if it doesn't make sense and even if it's not looking like it's being successful to the world's standards? Because we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We don't know in the spirit realm, unless we've been gifted, gifted the gift to see all those amazing things that happen in the spirit 
We just don't know what's happening. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what shifts are happening. We can be vigilant with what's going on in the world and see things in the world, but trusting God in the spirit and from the spirit and in that obedience, just like Abraham, just like Moses. You know, there's a few, Mario, one of our members brought up that, you know, she was saying that, you know, they were obedient, but they didn't actually see the fruits of their labor in their generation or at their time. And so, I mean, some of them did, Noah did, Moses. So it just brings it back to the question of, and the simplification again, are you being obedient to what God's asked you to do in your calling? That's as simple as it is. And I know once you enter that space and once you get into that kingdom mindset and once you start operating from the spirit, yes, there are times of stress, but there's also a peace about it as well, knowing that everything's going to be okay and that God's going to pull through. And walking in that peace, a few years ago now, we also touched on how we did building a God-centered business and keeping yourself in the eye of the storm. So Jesus is being the eye of the storm. You've got all this stuff going on around you. And then there's that calm sense and peace. And that's Jesus in the eye of the storm and keeping yourself on the eye of the storm, like keeping your eyes pinned to him, to the kingdom, while all this madness is going around and trusting in that process. So I want to encourage you to not let the devil keep your eyes, like deter you, discourage you, or even just your own self-thoughts. But I want to encourage you to keep dreaming, to keep visualizing, to keep trusting those promptings, to keep trusting your gut feelings, to keep trusting the little golden nuggets of ideas that you get to experience from God and to still go ahead with those in the right time and asking God to guide your steps because he wants you to dream. He wants you to dream with him. He wants you to be in that obedience. And I always say, you know, it's not, God isn't interested in how successful you are. God's interested in your character and in the journey and who you become and what you experience and how your faith grows within that journey. If we reached success tomorrow, what would we do? Like, it would be too easy What are we going to learn from that? How are we going to grow through that? How is our faith going to grow through that? And how are we going to be putting ourselves out there and trusting God with the absolute wildest things, trusting him to amplify our marketing, trusting him that the finances are going to come through for paying staff. If we're selling a business, trusting him um, with the sale and that the right buyer comes along. If we're property investing, trusting him with the purchase that we're about to make and hearing him when we step into a property and asking him to guide us in the negotiation, whatever it might be, he's there. He's just waiting for us in the obedience. And then we just trust him with that. We let go of ego. Ego, I think, is probably the biggest thing that hurts when we're going through this journey. I know I've had to do a lot of work with ego and where am I doing this from? Like when I'm doing something, where am I doing this from? Am I doing it from a place of ego where I want it to succeed so I don't look like a failure? Or am I doing it from a place of, okay, God, you've asked me to do this. I'm going to step in that obedience and whatever happens, happens. And I trust you and I don't care about what other people think. 
I'm just staying in my own lane. I'm focusing on the things that you've asked me to do and that I know are the right direction. I can feel it in my gut. So be encouraged, beautiful lady. (laughs) Be encouraged, my friend, to still dream, to still go after those goals, to still embrace the obedience and sitting in the calling God's given you and do it from that place of peace, from Holy Spirit guidance. Allow the spirit to embrace. If you do feel that hurt and that disappointment come up, ask God to show you what it is about that that is um, bringing up the hurt and bringing up the disappointment so you can deal with it as well. So you can deal with, and I believe too, it's the ego that hurts more than anything. I'm not saying we're all egoistic and I don't mean that in a I'm wearing suits and I'm egoistic all the time. No offence if you wear suits either. But more that, is it my ego that's hurting? Is it the disappointment in how much work I've put into something and it's not not worked? Whatever it is that you've become exhausted from doing a launch or whatever it might be. So I just want to encourage you to seek God, stay in the obedience. He's got you where he wants you for a reason and trust that. All right, so it's four weeks till conference. I'm so excited. If you haven't got your tickets yet, even though conference is in four weeks, tickets will actually close in two weeks' time. So make sure, make, make, make sure that if you're thinking about coming, that you get your tickets booked now so you don't miss out on the cutoff. Um, I'm so excited. I know God, again, back to the obedience, is calling us to emerge. And I can't wait to see what that looks like for each of you. We've got our retreat sessions set up. We've got amazing stories from women who are in the midst of the faith building and the journey and building their businesses. And it's so inspiring to hear their stories and how God's worked throughout them. We've got practical elements for you to add into your business that we're going to be working on through the weekend. And I just feel like it's the perfect time and excuse for you to book a weekend away for you and your business with God. So go and get your ticket. Come and join us on the Sunshine Coast on the 9th and 10th of September. And I can't wait to see you there. And here's two more blessings to come as you stay in the obedience of your calling and business.